Good morning, everyone. Before we get into these beautiful readings for this Holy Mass, got a nice email yesterday from Zach and Kathy. Are they here? Zach and Kathy. They're raising their hands up here. So I just want to acknowledge our newest parishioner. They just gave birth to their first son. Praise the Lord. So if you please stand up, Zach and Kathy. They gave birth to little Thomas over here. He was born on September 13th at 7.57 a.m., I think, if, I, if I, my memory serves me correct. And I just want to acknowledge them because this is a little baby, a couple of weeks old. And I want to turn to all of you mothers and fathers in here with young children. It brings joy to my heart that you're here. Do not be self-conscious if your kids get fussy that particular morning. Because we know how kids are. If they're loud or they're screaming, I'll just talk louder. <laughs> So I love the fact that you're here. So do not be self-conscious. You are welcomed here. Do what you need to do if your kids are acting up that particular day. But remember, it brings joy to my heart that you're here. That's why we have side chapels if it gets particularly bad. So if you want to bring your kids there. So Zach and Kathy, congratulations. And I can't wait to baptize that little baby. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. As you were walking up here this morning, I'm sure you saw again tables and they're, they're getting ready outside after the 10 a.m. mass because we're having another fundraiser, as we did last weekend. And thank you for all of you who participated last weekend. If you recall, we, had, we were selling tacos outside after the 10 a.m. mass and the 12 p.m. mass. It's a fundraiser for Our Lady of Guadalupe, which we will celebrate on December 12th. And that weekend, by the way, in December, whatever the weekend closest to that date, it's probably the most festive and largest gathering we have as a as parish family. Nearly 5,000 people will descend upon St. Mary's. We'll have an outdoor mass, and my poor neighbors get angry at us because we, we just take up this whole neighborhood. If you can imagine 5,000 people here outside on a Sunday. And so thank you for all those who participated. It's a huge endeavor to do. Last weekend, we sold nearly $3,000 worth of tacos. So praise the Lord, and we hope to duplicate our success after this Mass as well. So I hope you're hungry. Then, of course, we also were kicking off last weekend faith formation. We had free donuts outside for the parish as well. So you can imagine that. Tacos on one side, donuts on the other. What more do you need in life? Amen? Tacos and donuts. Life is good. But it leads to a natural question. Why are we doing all of these things here? Why Our Lady of Guadalupe? Why do we have faith formation? Nearly 300 kids are beginning this new faith formation year. In fact, we had so many kids, we actually had to cut it off because we just were so limited in our space in the hall. We actually have to cut it off and turn away families, sadly, because we just don't have the room. And if we can build a new hall, so again, if you have an extra few million dollars in the couch, let me know. We need to double the size of the hall to accommodate the need, because this parish is very busy. But why? How about this scenario? If a family member 
or a neighbor or a friend of yours came up to you because they know you're faithful parishioners of mighty St. Mary's Parish. And they came up to you and said, hey, neighbor, friend, family member, why does St. Mary's exist? Why? Why do we exist? It's a fantastic question. How would we respond if somebody were to ask us that question? Because essentially what that query is pointing at, what is the mission of St. Mary's Parish here in Vacaville? Because if we want to have a successful parish, and every business owner knows this, by the way, every successful business has a mission statement. If a business does not know what it's about, or it's convoluted, or it has no idea how to answer that question, how long do you think that business will last? Not very long. Every thriving, successful business that's growing knows precisely and can sum up in one line what they're all about. And so, dear parishioners, What are we about? Let's pause on that question. The great Christian convert, C.S. Lewis, many of you may know him. He wrote famous fiction books as The Chronicles of Narnia. He's a prolific author of the last 20th century. He wrote of one of the most famous books when he converted to Christianity. It's called Mere Christianity, and it's the arguments that he has which he puts forth for why we believe as Christians what we believe. One of his arguments for God's existence, he called it the argument from desire. And it goes like this. It's quite simple in its brilliance and its simplicity. He says, every single creature on earth, every single one of us, especially humanity, we all have innate desires within the human heart. We all have these desires. And everything, every natural desire that we have that stems from us corresponds to a fulfillment of that desire, something in the world. So again, every single creature has, a, has, has desires. And then in the world, there's a corresponding answer to that desire. For example, he lays out, we all have, a, we all have hunger, so there's a desire for sustenance. Every single human being has a desire for sustenance. Well, in the world, there's a corresponding answer to that. Tacos and donuts. <laughs> or food. Ducks, for example, desire to swim. There's such thing as streams and lakes to satisfy that desire. So everything in the world corresponds, every natural desire, to a answer. But then notice now about the human heart. And again, when I speak of heart, I'm not speaking about the English term heart, because the English term heart is, it has a sentimentality to it, that word. It tends to mean simply superficial feelings, heart, in English. But when we speak in the biblical sense of Scripture, the word heart in Hebrew is leb, 
and it corresponds to the deepest core of the human being. So it's much deeper than mere feelings. And if you notice this about the human heart, we have a desire that radiates us, that, that comes forth like a spring, which desires, among other things, eternal love, more beauty. If you ever wondered why we cry at funerals, it's because we desire to be with our loved ones forever. You notice that about the human heart. We, we desire to be with them. And then, of course, death enters in and, and, and it breaks us. We desire love. Now enter in every love song in the world, every bouquet of flowers we bought for our beloved, every dinner we spent money on, every bottle of wine that we cracked open over a conversation. I mean, this desire for love, for the pursuit of the other, for the beloved. Because again, the human heart desires communion. The great French atheist, Jean-Paul Sartre, he even famously lamented, he quote, quoting him, he says, there comes a moment, even when you read Shakespeare or Beethoven, we must ask ourselves, is this it? So here's an, even an atheist noticing this desire of his human heart, reading the best of the English language, reading some of the most beautiful music ever composed by a human being, and he says to himself, recognizing this desire, there has to be more. Because what does the secular world tell us about this desire? It can be satisfied with the accumulation of more. But then again, keep pursuing that to its logical end. If we're honest with ourselves, we know that nothing in this world now satisfies the human heart which is why we have to keep getting more and more and more. And even if we achieve the highest heights of worldly success, like Jean-Paul Sartre, we say, is this it? Again, something in the human heart longs for an answer. C.S. Lewis, continuing with his argument of desire, says this, if I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. You see what C.S. Lewis just did here? He took this desire, which he recognizes, which is radiating from his heart. Nothing in the world satisfies. Therefore, I'm made for something else. As Christians, we know why. Let's jump to the second reading today of the Holy Mass, which we just read. St. Paul writing to the church in Philippi. Let's imagine now St. Paul just somehow stands before us. He's here in Vacaville. He's alive. He's standing right here in his toga and his sandals. St. Paul, standing right here in front of the altar. St. Paul, what is your purpose, Paul? What do you think our brother Paul would say? 
he would say this. For to me, life is Christ. Death is gain. I long to depart this life and to be with Christ, for that is far better. Yet I remain in the flesh, for it is more necessary for your benefits. You see now Paul saying, life is Jesus Christ, and the only reason why I am here is so that I may proclaim him more. So now go back to the first initial question we began with. Why do we exist as St. Mary's Parish? We exist to grow in love with Jesus Christ. That's it, period, end of story. Everything that we do as a parish family is geared towards that goal, to love him more. And if, if, it, if it does not align with that mission, we're going to cut it out. Everything must be pursued for him, God in the flesh. And that is why I am joyfully happy to announce, beginning on the weekend of October 7th and 8th, so October 7th is a Saturday, so the 8th is the next following Sunday, we're going to begin something new in addition to our already all the, all the activities we do as a parish. Between the 8 a.m. and the 10 a.m. Mass, there's a little window there. Mass gets out at 9, and then the 10 p.m. crowd slowly starts filing in. So we have a nice, beautiful, perfect window there between the 8 a.m. and the 10 a.m. Mass. Between that window, after the 8 a.m. Mass gets out, we're going to end the 8 a.m. Mass by exposing Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Here. And then, with our Lord exposed at 9.30 a.m., we're beginning the parish family rosary. We're going to pray the rosary together at 9.30 a.m., which will flow directly beautifully, because by the time we finish the rosary around 9.50, we'll be get ready for the Holy Mass. So the Lord will be exposed upon the altar, and at 9.30 a.m., the parish family rosary will commence. Why? Go back to the mission statement. What is our mission as parish family? To grow in love with Jesus Christ. And one of the most powerful spiritual weapons we have is the Holy Rosary. Why October 7th and October 8th? October 7th is the Feast of the Holy Rosary which commends a pivotal moment in Christian history. In 1571, on October 7th, the largest naval battle in history commenced. It was the Holy League, made up of a, an alliance of Catholic states, the Kingdom of Sicily, the Kingdom of Naples, Austria, Spain, versus the terrifying Ottoman Empire. They had just conquered Constantinople, and they had their eyes set on Rome. 400 ships 
lined up in the east, on the west coast of modern-day Greece. They lined up, and at that time period, naval battle, what it was, is that ships would ram each other. And then they would board the other boats and have hand-to-hand combat. 65 Catholic soldiers, 65,000... That was on purpose. (laughs) 65,000 organs. 65,000 Catholic sons and fathers versus 67,000 Ottoman Turks. If we lost this battle, there was no other army standing between the Ottoman Empire and Western Europe. Because Western Europe was, has sadly had become divided in the Protestant Reformation. We were split. And so if we lost this battle, they would have swept across Europe. And the last army in their way was the Battle of Lepanto. Pope Pius V understood the implications of this battle. Because he knew if we lost, Rome and St. Peter's Basilica would be a mosque today. That's the implications of this battle. So he commanded all of faithful Catholic Europe on the eve of this battle to pray the Holy Rosary. And against all odds, We won. We won the battle. This battle saved our civilization. With all of the challenges that we face as a nation, as a church today, the only response is more Jesus more fidelity, more sacrifice, more prayer, more love. The answer to all of our problems will always be more Jesus Christ. That is why there is no more powerful spiritual weapon we have than to pray together as a parish family, united, to be on our knees and to pray. October 7th, October 8th, that weekend, we are beginning anew to grow in love with our Lord. So please join us. Pick up your weapons, your holy rosaries, and every single Sunday at 9.30 a.m., we will be here praying. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit,